Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Right, summer's on the way, we hope. Uh, and it's only a matter of time we see red faces and necks around the country and the ears. We all know we need SPF, and what should we be looking for? There's only one person to ask. It is the skin nerd. Good morning, Jennifer Rock. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, before we get to the skin and the questions and the SPF and all that, we must congratulate you on uh, becoming engaged. And <laughs> Dermot and I, last time you were in, we finished our segment by asking you about getting engaged. Yes. And then... You got engaged, like literally. All <laughs> well, thanks to today, FM. Thank you so of much. Of course, for you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, little push that was needed. No, so the last question you asked me was, "What would I do? What would I do if I was engaged?" Yeah. Like, God, advice to get engaged now, and it was a big conundrum within 48 hours later. I was like, hmm, "What would I do if I was engaged? How would I mind my skin?" So yes, thank you so much. It's been well. Congratulations, we are all delighted. Yay. A rock with a rock. A rock with a rock. Yes, <laughs> and uh, a big hi to Jill as well. Um, but listen, let's get on to the SPF. Lots yes. of questions flying in. So I suppose the first thing we should do is try and understand SPF, okay? So we all, I suppose, vaguely comprehend that it is to make us not get sunburnt. But what is actually happening with SPF? So SPF stands for sun protection factor. So you're dead right. People tend to associate it with sunny days when you're out and about and you're perhaps showing a little bit more body than normal and you're protecting your skin against sunburn. So there's two main rays we talk about in Ireland. There's what we call UVA and UVB rays. And those UVB rays are the rays that you feel when you're skin has a beautiful sensation of heat on, it, okay. on on your skin. So they're what we call the burning rays. So that's when people typically in Ireland were rare to pink put SPF on when those rays are, are there. However, UVA rays, really briefly, and you guys know this, and I say it every time I'm on, every opportunity I'm given, ideally SPF is a 365 situation because of the UVA rays. So they're silent. They are the deepest penetrating rays. They go further than the B rays, meaning that it gets into the lower layers of the skin. We call them UVA rays, but it also stands for aging rays. So that's why we say 365. But yes. Sorry, and there also doesn't, there doesn't need to be sun for the UVA rays. There needs to be daylight, exactly. Daylight, yeah. So you're right. So I often say, unless you're living in a cave, then you don't need SPF 365. So it is important to wear your SPF 365 for that reason. Anywhere that you're exposing your skin, be it hands, chest, top of your feet. Particularly for men, top of your ears. Absolutely, yeah. And again, when you're coming into the summer months, I suppose you tend to be more diligent with it. So if I could encourage people to put SPF on 365 that has your UVA protection in it, how do you know you have UVA protection? You're not looking for the number, interestingly you're looking for the little stars beside the number or plus signs. So when you look at the number, that's telling you how high the B, the burning, the heat protection is. When you're looking at the stars or the plus signs beside it, that's telling you the 365 protection. Okay, so you the also plus is the better. You gave me a tip a long time ago, which I took on board, which was, because I was very proud of myself, saying I wear SPF every day. And you were like, what time did you put it on? And it was like 5.55. And like, so what time did you leave the office and go out into the daylight? I was like, half two and you were like you're not wearing any SPF at that point because it's all worn off so reapplication is also really important yeah so when you're coming into these summer months now and hopefully please we really will get a bit of heat and definitely last weekend we were at an event and the amount of red Sebastian inspired lobster looking he was walking around was definitely questionable and the top of the, the forehead is really common if you think about where the, the sun hits the face yeah. you should be applying SPF all over but really be quite diligent in your application when you're exposing your skin to light so yes ideally you're reapplying every two hours 
and how much you apply is really key. So if you look at your hand now, everyone look at their hand, and if you see your forefinger and your middle finger, mm-hmm. those two full lengths of fingers are exactly how much product you're supposed to put on. And that's where I query if people are actually putting that much on. So for your arms or for your legs, if you imagine, so, so rewind for one moment, if you're looking at your two fingers, that's how much you're supposed to apply from your collarbone up to your forehead. Right. And to be completely honest, guys, let's like, that's a lot, that's a lot of product. Mm. And I know, for example, regardless of gender, but say for those that might identify as female, feel that's an awful lot of product then to put makeup on on top of it. So if I could encourage you to apply as much of that, then that means you're getting your true benefit of be it a 50 or a 30 or whatever the bottle says. And then reapplication, back to your point, Dave, is key. Every two hours is is, is the ideal whilst you're in sun-exposed areas. Yeah. You know when you go in to buy sun cream, it's not cheap. And you see a recognisable brand and you're like, how much? And then you move down the shelf and then you're into the... <laughs> tropical sunset <laughs> brand and you're like that's only four euro are, are they okay the cheaper ones do you know what the interesting piece unlike say with your vitamin a's and you know my love for other acids like salicylic and glycolic there's lots of key ingredients in skincare when it comes to spf and i know this i suppose not only do we recommend spf through the skin nerd but with our own brand skin ingredients when you formulate a skincare product but particularly in spf there's so much you have to do to legally comply with the basics. Mm. So to answer your question, if it's four euro or if it's 400 euro, I, mean, I wouldn't be spending 400 euro to mm. the record, but the same key ingredients have to be in it, the same requirements have to be in it. What you're usually missing between your four euro and your 40 euro is that the 40 euro might have UVA, UVB, and at times we've mentioned things like blue light protection, infrared protection, antioxidants. So there's almost like a plethora of additional ingredients beyond the basic legal requirements. Mm. Okay. So Okay, let's get to the listener questions. Okay, so uh, Dermot Dave, please ask Jennifer the following question regarding SPF. I've increased my usage of SPF on my face. I'm applying it daily now all year round. So I'm wondering, could I do away with moisturizer completely? Why spend money on all these products? Why do we need so much stuff? So first of all, I'm so proud to hear that it's happening 365. This is brilliant. And to answer the question, you don't need to have... So so how I would typically describe for people is cleanse your face every morning, put your serum on, be it hydration or antioxidants is, is typically the key. And then your SPF, if you feel there's enough moisturizing benefit in it, go for it. I would always encourage people to purchase an SPF that is a sole SPF. Its sole purpose is to be your... Oh, so not a moisturizing SPF, an SPF yes. on its own, right. Sometimes it's like a nice idea that they feel they can be moisturizing, but moisturizers that are moisturizers with SPF so it's almost like you're you've heard you know years ago we'd always say like you use your shampoo and conditioner mm. but you're neither one or the other mm. so go for an SPF that is an SPF that happens to have moisturizing properties not a moisturizer that promotes itself as a moisturizer and it happens to have a little bit of SPF gotcha, mm. gotcha. So SPF first uh, can I ask the skin expert what to do with small broken red blood vessels on my face Genuinely a consult, first and foremost, to figure out what it is that's causing it. So whether it's, whether they become, I suppose, more prominent in the summertime. A lot of us that are on this beautiful island of Ireland tend to be what we call the curse of the Celts. So figuring out the contributing factors as to what caused it. And then treatments like IPL are genuinely brilliant for really sedating it, calming down that redness and SPF alongside it. Is What's IPL? IPL stands for intense pulse light. It's probably one of my go-to addictions at the mm. moment that just pacifies the skin, evens it out all over. To the point that when you go to see your mother she's like you look very pale you're very I'm like no this is how I was made I'm supposed to look the same <laughs> colour on my face as my beautiful derriere or the back of my arm because we become so accustomed to seeing our face yes. in the mirror and seeing redness and blotchiness and pigmentation ultimately it's what we call photo damage so it's light damage it's sun damage now you can't avoid it because you're mm. out and about and you should absolutely be enjoying your life but becoming aware that there's a lot of discoloration on our face because we haven't been reared to wear SVF whereas mm. now 
this generation really should be applying SVF. They've well, kind of no excuse. The education is there. Speaking of the generation, a couple of different questions in. One from Sharon in Cork and one from Sabrina as well. Let's get to Sharon first because they're both about uh, SPF in different ages. Uh, so SPF in toddlers, uh, Sharon says she's a nine-month-old. Congratulations on your nine-month-old. I'm sure your life is upside down and inside out. <laughs> so, you know, the hard thing about toddlers is that they're on the move. Nine months is slightly younger again, but it, the reality is, yes, protect, shielding us all from the sun is, is the goal, by and large. Now, not to the point that you're not going to go out into the sun. We need our sun exposure for vitamin D and so on and so forth. But clothing is, is hugely key. Not bringing your child out in key times is definitely important, whilst you're swimming, ensuring that they're covered from top to toe. But just for general day-to-day, you know, six months plus is when most SPF are tested from. You can get two forms of SVF typically. There's one that are called chemical SVFs and people panic about that word. However, you gave me a beautiful glass of water here today. That is a chemical. H2O lives on the periodic table. So don't be panicked about the word chemical. However, for young little humans, sometimes those ingredients can cause irritation. So there's another form of an SVF. And you can just ask in the pharmacy or wherever you're getting your product for what's called a physical SVF. So that typically is zinc oxide, titanium dioxide. A so thicker cream, is it? Yeah. They are tent, they tend a little bit thicker definitely now thankfully technology is evolving that they're not that white pasty look Mm. anymore but they just sit on the skin and they reflect the rays away and they tend to be a kinder ingredient base to someone with as little and young skin as a nine month old gotcha Lorraine wants to know what do you think about the once a day application sun creams this is a good question maybe like the P20s or that kind of thing yeah there's a couple of them coming out onto the market lately do you know what and I generally mean this the science behind the brand P20 that you speak of it definitely stands that it is there they can't back to that point earlier when you're creating an SPF product you have to be you can't how do I explain this politely say if I create a hydrating serum I can tell you it's hydrating but it's subjective when Mm. I say an SPF has that protection it truly has to have all the legal compliance to say it does so with the ones that are protecting all day they really have to have the science to back it up so in essence yes they work my reluctance with them is that um, I suppose I'm a big believer in putting it on regularly throughout the day, even application and making sure that I, after like swimming, any kind of heat, perspiration, sweating, anything like that is definitely key. So I'm personally a bigger fan in my family of reapplying. However, I've gone on holidays with friends of mine that have little humans that will not sit still and it's an absolute nightmare to try to chase them around the pool and you beat yourself up. So in those situations, I can absolutely understand why they work. Or if you're out in for a hike all day and it's not possible to bring all the bottles on your back I understand it but when you look at the Irish Cancer Society or different societies around the world they tend to stipulate reapply every mm, two hours mm. evenly Listen the last one because we're running, simply running out of time a lot of people are, are texting and as Sabrina was one but another texting as well about allergies and reactions to SPF so is it a case of just you know testing out brands until you find one that doesn't certainly my son he can, there's a couple of brands he just simply cannot wear we have to get a specific brand for him So, but is that the best bet? But yes, and you can get allergy testing done specifically for SVF. And it's usually down to the, and again, not to fear monger because I'm a big fan of chemical. Skincare is chemicals that's what you're putting onto your skin and you're asking a lot of a product but yeah you're right I would say patch testing and try to understand what the common ingredient is between them and go like building up a really great relationship with your local pharmacy is key so that they can kind of guide you and say right that's example titanium dioxide is the key ingredient so we'll look out for that elsewhere gotcha. and so really understanding your skin Brilliant Jennifer Rock the skin nerd as always amazing we could talk for hours and hours and hours but we and have to congratulations to you yeah. yeah. being amazing news we're so happy for you Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am Today